Hello and welcome to Abnormal Mapping, episode 128. I'm your host, Adam, and with me is my regular co-host, returning from the war, Jackson. Hello, I'm back from the war. Yeah, uh, Kim filled in, talking about some visual novels last time. Oh, right, I was like, why are you returning from the war? And no, right, there's a whole other Abnormal Mapping that I haven't listened to. Yeah. But you're here. We're gaming. We did it. Uh, I've been gaming so much. Well, how about you tell me about it? Where do you want to start? And it, with like what we did right after whatever last month's Game Club game was, that was um, WarioWare and Rhythm Heaven. Oh, you mean in the late 60s? <laughs> <laughs> um, after World War II. <laughs> after the end of World War II. God. So I, I'm just going to list the games that I have played significantly since our last podcast and then then we can go we can branch off from there yeah i've played about um 55 hours of elden ring haven't finished it how's elden ring um it's pretty good it's also pretty annoying i don't know um like for some people that game is just christmas it's like a fucking infinite open world dark souls for me it's like having feasting right just feasting (laughs) molly is having an amazing time austin's having a fantastic time dia's having a great time everyone is doing new builds going different things i played it for 20 hours um and just thought it was fucking terrible i had a terrible time is what i will say so i started again i was like this is the problem is not with the game it was with my build that was correct started with a new build had a much better time it was the samurai build moved from the faith build to samurai build i uh, had a bleed weapon and i could actually use arrows and my stats were in things that were actually useful um it was like you know reset myself had a much better time but then i still like got then 35 hours into that playthrough and i'm like oh god i've been playing this game 50 hours i'm not even close to halfway um and i just burned out i just burned out on uh elden ring um i might go back i would like to go back i'd like to finish it one day everyone uh has been talking about the later bosses and it's been seemingly very cool but um it's just too large a video game for my brain and not just large but like i have to be on at all times when i'm playing a souls game right <laughs> i'm thinking about what to do i'm um performing the combat i'm it doesn't slip into like the uh I'm playing 60 hours of an RPG, but I'm listening to a podcast and grinding mentality that, that you can have for those sizes of games. Uh, so, like, my emotional capacity to focus on it is kind of spent after the first 30, 40 hours. Um, and rather than just, like, chasing it and having a bad time complaining about the games, like, you know, you've seen these people do on Twitter, as well with every Souls game, so, you know, every, the, uh, um, what's the term? The, like, zeitgeist nature of a Souls game means everyone plays them and a bunch of people who never like them play them and go, these suck! And then everyone yells at them and I'm like, oh, discourse around these games are so stupid. They're, they're fine. They are what they are. They always have been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I'm like, of all our friends, I feel like I'm the most Souls hater, but I just don't play them because I don't have the right. attention span. I just get bored. <laughs> Rather than having the same argument about the moral worth yeah, of these games that have been identical. They're just, they're just not for me. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and I've had a great time with like some of the bosses, but I do I just prefer the uh, level based uh, structure of the older games to the open world stuff because like I don't like going into a bunch of caves and then they're the same um, like tile set. It's not quite Chalice Dungeon because they are all like designed and they're the same in everyone's game, right? But they, the, you, the, all the, the the dungeons have the the the, cave, the dungeons are one tile set, the caves are another tile set. They all feel very similar. They have repeated rooms. Um, and they're all like short things into like the same boss arenas and then the bosses start being the earlier bosses but twice later on um 
I like when I get through a real level and I fight a real ass boss, uh, and it's hard and I almost beat it. Um, last last I left off, I was playing against um, I think Commander Neil was the boss. Uh, guy in the lake in the Caleb Wilds for anyone who's played. Um, and I got him down to literally zero pixels. Like, whatever number he was on for health was between the zero and one pixel barrier. Uh, but then I got hit, and I was like, fuck! And rather than pushing forward and hating myself more, I, like, walked away. I was like, I'll try it next. I'll try it when I come back. And I didn't come back! Uh, which is sometimes mm-hmm. how it goes. But, uh, when I'm in those fights, I'm having a great time. I just have not had the, uh, fortitude to go for the full... I've played 100 hours of Elden Ring that many of my friends have been on this month. You don't play 100 hours of basically anything. No, it's very rare that happens. Yeah. Um, and even then, it's like... God, what's the last time I've spent 100 hours in a video game? I, I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Like, MGS5 over three years, I guess. Like, multiple playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, like, all at once? That's not you. That's not me. Like fuck, who has no. time? No, I, I like, I like play a lot of a game, but want to be done in like four to five days, right? If I'm, if yeah. I'm playing a game, I'm, I'm going in, I'm coming out, which is how I played all the other Souls games. I like, I played Dark Souls two, and aside from like exercising and eating and doing like other human stuff, when I had free time, I was playing Dark Souls two. Yeah, I know. Um, and you were like, "Oh my god, it's so fucking boring! You have nothing to tell me when you call me." Yes. And I say, oh, I'll do this fight at Dark Souls 2. That's how I know Elden Ring did not grab you nearly as much, because it was not like that. No, it wasn't. Um, so yeah, it just that's how it ended up going. Um, I didn't see like the late game cool stuff, but it, it's fine. I'm not chasing it. You Were know? there some big guys you had to fight? It, it, how cool could it be? It's just souls again. The problem is the standing in my way of the cool stuff is two tree sentinels uh two two yeah i think tree sentinels well, the horse guy from the first area there's a there's a bit where you have to fight two of him at the same time to get through to one of the in my head i think late game area but i think that's actually before the halfway point is when you go through the capital okay. um i don't I actually don't know quite the structure but this game might be the biggest thing in the universe i can't fucking tell uh i have done um two of the main like big dungeons i think there's six uh i'm going through caleb now rather than going up to the capital and it's it's tough and that's where i let it lie so yeah that's elden ring um, okay in addition uh i won't spend as long talking about all these but uh you know i played gran turismo 7 uh i wrote a piece on it on paste if you want to read my kind of thoughts on it uh it yeah your piece is- piece my paste piece pastepiece.com <laughs> <laughs> it's a paste magazine.com actually i should probably yeah. now that i have paste like piece dot p we need a p is there like a p p is there like I a p uh is there a p tld yeah pastepiece.pets uh, pastepiece.pets <laughs> i did not look if there's a dot pets it feels like there should be though there should be anyway i am um... <laughs> god uh i played that uh and that I played a little has, bit of it, not nearly as much as you. Oh uh, yeah, that game has fantastic racing. Yeah, um, like the in moments, like actual car racing, is maybe the best racing I've ever played. At least in the the arena of like sim racing or sim ish racing, you know, not mm. outrun. Uh, it is what you can take from that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't love the like wider structure stuff. Uh, reasons that have since become gamer controversy. Uh, the piece is kind of about how the the controversy is not why I don't like it. Uh, I, I would just I just want them to make PS2 games and they won't. It's fine. They they're dead. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but the actual racing, incredible. Uh, I, I like the race. I really like the uh, uh, some of the assists in there. I really like the um, way that they do the, the gears of the turn and the manual manual and switch uh, shifting. Because uh, yes. I, I have come to love manual shifting uh, in racing games. It was Forza Horizon Five that really put me over. Um, it's weird because I think the sh- manual shifting in an open world game makes zero sense. I hate it, but. I mean, I was trying cool. my best. I was trying to turn that into a circuit racer as much as humanly possible. Yes, you know, fair enough. Um, you know what's got good manual shifting? Dirt. Dirt, yeah. God. Dirt's dead. Dirt Did you see rally. that new story going around? No, what's going on? I mean, EA killed Dirt. The, they oh. got the uh, WRC license, so they're going to do that instead. Oh, sure, but like... That's fine. That's probably they're still they'll still be making rally games. That's all. I yeah, care it'll about. be rally. Game. It'll be a slightly more like tight thing. But I don't, I don't know. F one twenty twenty one was seeming cool. People like uh, Grid Codemasters not dead yet, but you know what I mean. It's, it's yeah. Coming. I mean, writing's on the wall, but the, you know, I've got I've got Dirt Five and Dirt Rally to play, so I'm good. Uh yeah. Um, and um, where was I? Where I was living. Oh right, the uh the um manual transition they they tell you when you approach a corner like what uh downshifting you should be doing it's Um, really good because that's the one thing i've never i never got my head around because i I know when to shift i can i can feel it when the engine and when when it revs but the thing i can't do is tell how far should i be downshifting when i break i don't have the intuitive nature for that um and that's really helping me like build that skill Mm -hmm. uh and there's other stuff like i just i just like the game i think the um uh vibration stuff is fantastic did you, did you drive on the tokyo expressway like i said i haven't gotten there yet no oh yeah well it just feels like a shitty expressway where every hundred meters is a new bit of pavement and it like jogs you in your uh control and you're like damn yeah the yeah. This, the uh haptic feedback stuff and the like resistant triggers specifically for like what it feels like to get on like a really spongy break is just like really good uh, yes, the, the 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 triggers are fantastic. It's well done. Um, yeah. I don't like the controller. It's like playing Gran Turismo was actually what started aching my hand because I was like grabbing a, a trigger so much to mm. accelerate. Um, if I was going to play it more, I would look into getting a, a wheel. wheel. But I think I've just played that for like the two weeks I was gonna right. Like excuse I play every me, game. yawning into the microphone. Bad podcast etiquette. I know. Um, but in the moment, it feels good. Uh, and then the other thing I played mainly, um, I mean, I played some others as well, but uh, I'll, I'll keep it down to these big ones, uh, was Chaos, Final Fantasy Stranger Paradise. Um, Final Fantasy, is it Origin? It's a Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. I think okay. Origin? No, Origins is the PS2, PS1 game, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Origins is the, the PS1 game. This is Origin. Um, the the Neo team doing a Final Fantasy thing. Yeah, the team Ninja the Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Anniversary Project. Um, yeah, I was surprised how much I liked it. Um, I was surprised by two things: how much I ended up finding the action game side of it like acceptable, but kind of mid. Oh, uh, Neo Team. No, it's worse than Neo. Uh, Neo's like really good. <laughs> Yeah, um, but there, there's still all that loot shit that really fucks me over. The loot shit is is bad, but I just mean like the pure way that the like RPG abilities mix in with the action game stuff. It's not as dynamic as Neo, um, which is more about like chaining your uh, key pulse with your various combos. Yes. Um, and how much I ended up like really liking the story. It starts out uh, <laughs> like 
you can see a version of the game they didn't make on the screen as like it feels as if entire levels have been ripped out of the game and like the concept of towns has been ripped out of the game as you go to a menu to talk to npcs and you're like what the fuck is happening like it's a really weird first impression um but as it goes it just kind of settles into being a very normal jrpg that's uh very well done um i quite like everything it. everything about it f- sounds like a psp game when you describe it to me yes it's very psp game like with the with the menu based missions yes uh and everything yeah it doesn't do the thing that both um peace walker and mgs5 end up doing but it feels very similar which is like you know how there's a couple missions in mgs5 or peace walker where the mission ends on like a cliffhanger yeah and it says to be continued and you go and redeploy but like the redeploying is not is non-diegetic yeah it's just like a checkpoint right but like you, you the player have restocked and re-got all your items. Yes. But Snake has temp- temporarily temporarily gone from one cutscene to the next mission yes. in a way that is you know. Uh, so it has that kind of like modal design uh, in its mission structure, I guess. Mm-hmm. It doesn't remind me a lot of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I don't want to Bayonetta. Select, like Bayonetta. I guess that is kind of like Bayonetta, huh? Sometimes that was in Bayonetta, yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, the, those games in Devil May Cry, like, they all do that, but they don't really have the same, um, like, management of a loot system in between. No, 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 thank like God. You're not making loadouts in Devil May Cry, thank the fucking Lord. <laughs> I mean, you playing, you playing uh, Final Fantasy convinced me to finally play Devil May Cry 5. I'm not that far in, I'll talk about it yes, next time. Yes, next time. Yeah. Uh, um, it's good, though. They just made another Devil May Cry. Go figure, it's good. <laughs> yeah, but I'm mostly just like, oh, this is good. It made me, it made me, uh, you know, made me... I like the characters. It made me emotional. I was sad when the sad bits happened. I was happy when the happy bits happened. It was just the most normal Final Fantasy possible by the end. Like, nothing super remarkable, but they just did it. Square Enix did it. Somehow. They keep not losing me. Somehow. <laughs> Somehow they keep not losing me. The modern Square Enix story, despite all That's... evidence to the contrary. It's like when I played, um... But, I mean, I guess both Remake and uh, Intermission, I was like, I, I just like that. Wow. <laughs> I uh, really liked Intermission. Remake, Intermission is much better than Remake. Yes. Because um, it was like pays off all the things that were like interesting about Remake in ways I never thought they would. That I'm sure they won't bring forward. That, that one really has the vibe of like, we were just left alone to make two hours of video game. Yeah, they were really sick two hours of video game is the thing. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, I don't want like, much more down on than you. Like, it was fine. I had a decent fine. time. But, uh, I, mean, I think I prefer uh, Stranger Paradise to Remake, uh, all things considered, because... Well, for one thing, it's, it's a complete weird, story. Weird, action game, and it's a complete story, and yeah. I mean, I, I prefer the gameplay of remake to um, Final Fantasy okay. Origin, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I prefer the story to uh, Stranger of Paradise because it's it finished, yeah. <laughs> it fucking ended. <laughs> that was one story. Everything good about remake is like they might do something cool five years from now. Yeah, and I'm like, Square Enix has never done anything cool in their lives, so no, they won't. <laughs> um which is yeah i prefer to have a game that is good when i play it not that makes me imagine a good yes. game in the future <laughs> you can li- like p- people can like whatever square Enix games they like i've got my own taste everyone's got their own taste but you can't sit here and go this has potential but i hope they pay it off because that will never be the thing you want <laughs> ask for- any kingdom hearts fan how that's gone for them for 20 years the 14 fans are typing like really loudly right now i can hear whatever them. <laughs> they get this they, they enjoy the thing they got they'll get another one it'll be basically the same fucking thing it'll rip off another anime they haven't watched and they'll be like, it's the greatest storytelling ever made <laughs> <laughs> it 
Yeah, fair enough. To be fair, I was, I was, you know, Camille was in my DMs telling me about all the bits in Endwalker where they rip off an anime I like, and I was like, that, that sounds pretty sick, actually. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because <laughs> I had some friends that were like, oh, I don't know about the politics of this, whereas my friends who have watched anime were like, oh, they're just doing this anime, and I was like, yeah, I do like that anime. <laughs> I do like that anime. You got the right voice actors. That's all that matters. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> This this game made me want to play fourteen. If fourteen wasn't a fucking eighty hour action game, like uh, MMORPG, eighty is you way mean too like short. An 800 eighty hours. <laughs> eighty per expansion at, yeah. out of at pace, I would play that. Cause I was like, I just like kind of okay Final Fantasy stories, but I don't, you know, I don't like them for the time investment that fourteen requires. Yeah, I've got um, a game for you, Jackson. It's called Final Fantasy fifteen. I almost started it yesterday I'm like on the verge, <laughs> yeah, but I have too many other things going on. I can't actually do yeah. that. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, um, anyway, that's me. Like, you know, I also play Track Mania, but no one cares. So, yeah. Um, I um, so I got new a new controller for the Switch. Um, our friend Omar is talking up the Hori Split Pad Pro, and they were putting out a new model that had Sonic on it. And I'm a mark. Um, and I was <laughs> like, I'll pay, I'll pay an extra twenty dollars for the one that has Sonic on it. Um. And they're just like Joy-Con replacements, but they have—they basically look like a 360 pad, but they attach to either side of your Joy-Con. They have a uh, programmable back paddle, like one on each side, and uh, like a turbo. I've never used the turbo, but I use the back paddle as well enough. Um, but it just made the Switch like a thing you can hold um, in a way that it was like, man, this like my hands are less stressed, even though it's way bigger now. Um, and I can hit all the buttons clearly. So I went back to a game that I dropped last year, uh, Metroid Dread which I remember trying to play and having a really hard time because it wants you to use all of the buttons and um, and like do a bunch of free aiming with the left stick. And I just hate the Joy-Cons so much. And uh, with this new pad, I just went and played through all of Metroid Dread. Um, and let me tell you, when you have a controller that fucking works, Metroid Dread's a really cool game. <laughs> You really bounced off it, but it was mostly about like the fiddliness of all the aiming and the lack of D-pad. Yes. And lo and behold, you have a proper analog stick and a proper D-pad, and you can play it in bed. You liked it. Yeah. Um, it's specifically, missiles are on um, R1. I don't remember what that's called on a Switch. Um, but I just moved the missile button to like right rear pad, so anytime I needed to like hold down and do missiles, I could just do that. And that made my life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Because that game requires you to regularly use both triggers on both sides, like while you're playing, um, like you're just using all four buttons, and that's just too much. So I put that on uh, right, and then left rear pad was like the free aim toggle, uh, which is another trigger button. Um, and that, I'm getting used to using rear pads. Man, that can really help when uh, games are just fucking weird about their controls. Uh yeah, I, I don't have a controller with rear pads anymore. I used yeah. to use um. Like uh, the Xbox elite controller, Pro, yeah. Elite, elite, yeah. Uh, and then I just bought a regular one because yeah. they weren't like so useful that I really wanted them for whatever ridiculous upsell price they mm. were having for those controllers. But yeah. they are nice. Actually, that's not true. I do have um, an 8 bit though with um, uh, with uh, rear paddles. Oh, yeah. The one I have doesn't have rear paddles. Um, but reprogramming it, like, remember when my PC wasn't booting and was like completely crashing all the time? Yes. That was because of whatever I did with that. Uh, oh, okay. I reset that to factory, um, mm -hmm. unplugged it, and plugged it back in hasn't crashed on that way again it's been broken yeah. in many other ways but that specific error was caused by that so i can't do that anymore oh. but it was useful yeah um and i much yeah. prefer those like reprogrammable single like flat pads to the like mm -hmm. multiple paddles on the elite one well, there's too much choice there's one one i wonder if like i feel like programmable rear buttons feels to me like the next thing that's going to just trickle into normal controllers because they're so common now 
Uh, I hope so. I really because like so. like the Steam Deck has uh, rear buttons and the Avid does like the big one these days do and the Elite does and like these Hori pads do. It just feels very like a thing people regularly use. Um, the thing about them to me that I really like is that they have to be programmable and they have to be not designed for. Yes, that's uh, the thing that that makes it a little weird because I guess if they're normalized, then they'll just become a new button. And I don't yeah, want I don't want. I want like I know the actions I need to do. And there's an easily accessible thing on the back that I can like make my own choices around. But if if once you start designing for it, then the whole like the the balance gets tipped, right? Like you can't yes. you can't do that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Metroid Dread is uh, really cool. I think the story's bad. Um, and uh, in playing the game and realizing um, some stuff about Metroid Fusion's story <laughs> that was just like a misunderstanding in translation for 20 years, I don't think Metroid has the capacity to tell good stories. I just think there's nothing there. The people at Nintendo who write Metroid don't give a fuck and don't care and never will. Um, actively disinterested. And so they're just, it's fine, whatever. Um, it was the, game of- the, the Metroid uh, Fusion thing when I told you told me about it the other week, which is like a key point from the ending of Metroid Fusion, which is one of the coolest things in Metroid, was just not true. Yeah, it's just like a trans- potentially a translation error that everyone in the West is just like latched onto as one of the major points of the Metroid franchise for 20 years. The um, only law point in Metroid I have ever cared about. Yeah. <laughs> So um, specific, I guess specifically we've recovered fusion, but like yeah. the end of fusion uh, in the English version, it's implied that Samus is like a galactic criminal now because she derailed the weapons program. The Federation was working on or whatever, blew it all up. And now they're after her. But apparently that is not true. Um, the thing that was mistranslated is that the group she's like going against in fusion is like a rogue, like remnant, like branch of the Federation military. And thus she's fine. She's not in trouble. She just continues on, um, which totally is none of this is addressed in dread, but like, you were like, you know, you play dread and it's like, Oh, Samus is like a, a, she's now the fugitive. She's not the bounty hunter. She's the bounty hunted, but no, none of that comes up. She's just on another planet doing some more shit. Literally, I mean, now, I guess it's like six months after the game's come out, all the trailers, I saw them all, every discussion about the game, I still, until you told me this, believe it, like, right, I mean, the the premise of Dread was, like, a ruse because the Emmys are Samus Hunters that the Federation made now that she's, no, like, this weird... No, like, they're truly not. <laughs> all of that was just, it, it was just true in my mind, like, obviously true. And then, then yeah. no, <laughs> nothing to do with anything. Um, Yeah, Dread's really neat. Uh, I think, I think... In making a game that's, like, really focused on, like, multiple avenues of attack, like, your melee is really powerful, you get a bunch of, like, new dash and stuff, they've made combat really interesting. I think it has some of the coolest boss fights in in a 2D game like this, Um, but I think it's made navigation worse. Mm -hmm. I just didn't like going through the maps. Part of that is the maps are really over-dense, and the map is really bad. The map, just like looking at stuff, it'll like help you. It'll tell you in an area if there's like a hidden object you haven't found. And that's really useful um, in a different way than it used to be. Um, But I just found it really hard to like just navigate. Um, Yeah. And it just made like I didn't 100% it. And normally I do. Normally I'm a person who does that in like my Castlevanias and Metroids. But um, it just didn't feel any compulsion to do that. But I did finish it and I had a great time. So like it's it's good. They'll probably not make another one. A Metroid Prime 4 is just not what I want. I'm looking for Metroid, Metroid. Um, it's cool, I want, though. I wonder what Mercury Steam will do next. Yeah. Because they got, like, uh, handpicked by you... Nintendo to make fucking Metroid 5. And now, I assume Nintendo like, all right, good job, goodbye. <laughs> uh, third modern Donkey Kong game. <laughs> Someone needs to. <laughs> yeah, Retro is not going to. Um, God. 
Uh, and then uh, I played uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. Uh, do you want to guess when that came out? Because I looked and I felt so old. 2013. You are correct. Of course you are, because it's you. But <laughs> Didn't nine even have years ago. I was like, well, it was a DS game. Through 3DS Phoenix Wright game. came back nine years ago. <laughs> Do you still think of this as the return for Phoenix right yes. after a long yes, absence? Yes, I do. <laughs> How long was that absence? Like, I apologize if you found an eight, right? At least in the um, West, I guess. Yeah, I guess I don't know off the top of my head. When was Apologistice? No, not the fucking character. Apologistice was uh, 2008. 2007 in Japan. Damn. See, I... It's fucked up. I just know when games come out. I don't know anything yeah. else, but I know when games come out. So that was yeah, what a I, a five year yeah gap? five year gap yeah. yeah. Remember when five years was like a long time? For they had, they had done Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, but that came out way later over here, and I have not played it. So oh okay, yeah. Um, I know that that like was like the groundwork for these games or whatever because it introduced all the anime cutscenes that litter this game. Tons of anime in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, which was not true of Phoenix Wright before this moment. Um, but um, yeah, I, I played this a little bit when it first came out, but I just wasn't in the mood and didn't get very far. Um, and so I finally sat down and played through it. And I really like this game. Um, I think it like the third case really sucks. I think most people playing it would know uh, what I'm talking about. I think it's like fraught and boring. Um, but the the overarching story of like post-Apollo justice where like, Phoenix is a lawyer and Apollo's a lawyer. And we got uh, Athena here, who's a new character, um, who's like an 18 year old lawyer who does like, um, like analytical psychology as part of her like lawyering. <laughs> um, I think she's a great new addition. And um, Phoenix just having a full like law firm and you switch characters, I think is cool. They just need to get rid of playable Phoenix. I think it's like bad whenever you're playing as him. Uh, I Because he's like an adult who's like figured it all out and won a bunch of cases. He's a famous lawyer. But because it's the game, whenever you play as him, he's still got to be like clueless Phoenix Wright, and it just doesn't work. Just let Apollo take all the Phoenix stuff. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, because otherwise, Apollo is like the most useless chump guy, because he's just Phoenix too. You know? <laughs> I mean, because like the whole thing is Phoenix Wright's his first day, and he's both like, oh, blah, 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 I'm yeah. dropping my briefcase. But by Phoenix now, Wright. he's like, he's like done, you know, you've played through three games worth of cases, and uh, he's a he's literally like a legend in law, but when you play as him, he's still just fucking clueless because he's got to be the player character, right? Big boss. Yeah. Um, they need to retire him. Make it just about Athena and Apollo. I think they're good enough characters to hold the franchise down. I know the Apollo Justice like came kind of late in the DS cycle, so they I don't think it sold very well. People were like, I don't know if he could be the guy. Um, and so they've just two thousand and seven is not late in the DS cycle or two thousand. I guess that's fair, but also like, you know um one it was the only like that game was made for the ds in japan that is not true of yeah, yeah, Saibon, one, three. Two, three. <laughs> i mean that the apollo justice has not been ported right the other all the other games like the the trilogy is on everything right now apollo justice is on ios and android and 3ds i assume there's a bunch of like oh did you even get 3ds okay i didn't realize it was on yep. 3ds is that japan only because i don't know if that's nope. true. nope 2017 everywhere 2017? north america sure. japan europe yep um but I assume there's a bunch of touchscreen stuff in that, which means they couldn't put it on the uh, the collections. Listen, you'd think. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the weird DS-only 
like final case in the original Phoenix Wright that was only in the DS version is still in the collections, and that is a bunch of weird touchscreen stuff. They kind of moved away from that because it's really gimmicky. Because it's um, really annoying. No one likes yeah. it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this one is like a move to 3D. Like everyone's a 3D model. I think it like helps. And I I just ended up really liking the story. I think it's like really ambitious about tackling the meta plot of why is law practice so fucked up in the world of Phoenix Wright. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's good. I, I'm excited to eventually get to six, um, which I know is another one people are really divided on whether it's good or not. Um, when I was playing this, I was talking to people in the Discord, and I just got very split opinions about like which of five or six is the bad one, um, in a way that was very funny to me. So they're probably mm-hmm. both fine. Yeah, yeah, Phoenix right, still good. It's not, it's not any different. It's just the same fucking game, always has been, hopefully, always will be. Uh, not anymore. They don't make them anymore. I mean, who knows what's gonna come next, right? Because like they put out that Gray- Greatest Attorney dual collection. I know those are like older games, but like that was kind of a big deal worldwide. Um, yes, I think these that games was always a... do well worldwide, mm-hmm. right? Now these are on everything. Like these are multi-platform releases. So I feel like it's in Capcom's best interest to make another one and put it on everything. Uh, all right. What's Mega Man 12 then? Well, look. <laughs> we can say these things. Yeah. I mean, the thing here is like, Shu Takumi's still at Capcom, right? Yes. Yes. He That's not true on... of anyone who actually gives a shit about Mega Man. <laughs> Presumably the, the team for Mega Man 12, uh, Mega Man 11 is still at Capcom. That wasn't that long ago. So like yeah. 20, 2019? Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. No, October 2018. Oh, it's been four years since Mega Man 11. Shutakumi was writing quests for Monster Hunter Riders, which I don't even know what the fuck. That's a mobile Monster what? Hunter RPG. Yep. The last thing he was doing, he was credited as a quest writer for that. Sure. Um, I can't just Google Mega Man people. This isn't the point of life. We have to actually talk no. about the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, do we have anything else, or should we get into a? No, that's it. Yeah, I'm playing right. Kirby, but uh, I'm I'm not done, and I will be next month. Will be Kirby and DMC five and whatever else I play probably. So. Hmm. Should I haven't finished yet? Oh, I played, I played, I played an hour of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because it was on Game Pass. Man, that game fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, right, you'll. Uh, I will get things off my hard drive. Game Pass experiments. Well, yeah, the, the second thing I picked was DMC Five, so I have to play that. So it's been a little slow, but um, the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy thing is weird because like it's not even the like bad faces and terrible storytelling. It's that that's a game about being a guy with a pea shooter who has to order the cool guys around on the battlefield to do all the cool shit for him. And I was like, man, I just need to play a fucking action game and not this stupid Mickey Mouse bullshit. That like what if out. what if Ratchet and Clank was about uh, Ratchet only had like the first gun and everything else was like a guy you could direct it off a hot bar to go do the thing. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Also, all the movement reminded me a lot of Cow Lightsaber, and that game fucking sucked too. So, because I almost, I was like, man, what if I, I went two ways? I was playing this, and I was like, I'm either going to play DMC5 or I'm going to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I picked DMC5. <laughs> I bet those would both go fine. You would be skipping all the cuts and you'd be like, shut up I'm in uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. But I bet the parts where you still, you know, use your bow are fine. Yeah. I'll eventually get to Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That's installed on my Xbox. Um, but my PS5 is hurting more for space, and that's where Devil May Cry lives. So, yeah, get rid of Devil May Cry. Um, I will. 
Death Stranding must go soon. Death Stranding is no- next up because uh, it's either that or GT taking up all the space. So, um, I have I have more storage in my Xbox. I do not have more storage in my PS5. That thing is hurting. Uh, do you mean you've got more left, or you mean you bought the like? No, dongle? no, no. Like I bought more storage for my. Xbox. Oh, you bought the dongle for the Xbox. I didn't know you did that. I yeah, I did that when we got. That. I did that like yeah. really like last year, way early because uh, I was no. running out of space. This is before I even had a PS5. I think I slapped that card in there. No, I just I just uh, only install what I'm going to use. Really, uh, Game Pass makes it really easy. to Just go download, 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 and then you never play any of them. And you never play anything. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's it for me. So we should get into uh, music and get to our game club. Game Club this month is a duo of Sonic games for the Game Gear. Uh, we first have Sonic Chaos, which came out in 1993, and then Tales Adventure, uh, which came out in 1995. Both of these are developed by Aspect, uh, who just, you know, seem to mostly do ports of other games, worked on the Game Gear a lot. Uh, they eventually became the DS producer of Naruto games. Um. The Naruto Ninja Council series. Yeah, they did the Disney Medios, which I never actually got around to playing, but it sounded all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been defunct since 2018. But um, yeah, these these games I knew. Game Gear was hard when we were doing our year. I wanted Game Gear representation. But the thing about the Game Gear is um, I never owned one. The few times I ever played one that a friend had, I thought it was fucking miserable. I was like, don't have affection for it. 
I've already played that Mickey Mouse game. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> and it mostly is known for games you could also just play on the Master System, which kind of defeats the purpose of playing handheld games to celebrate handheld gaming. Um, but uh, these are these were games that, like, even, like, Sonic Chaos is on the Master System. But, um, you know, think of it as the... It's always listed as, like, oh, they're the Game Gear Sonic game. Um, and so I wanted to do these. Uh, and also, like, we've never really covered 2D Sonic on this podcast. We played them all, so we're not going to do them again. Um, we've never really covered them. Um, yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, bullet like, point. All we have left, all we have left is, like, Adventure. Or, uh, sorry, Advance. Like, oh, yeah, we can get to the Dimp Sonic games. <laughs> yeah. Um, bullet point 2D Sonic Opinions. Uh, Sonic 2 is the best one. Um, Sonic Mania is really good. I don't know. Uh, I like. I mostly like them all. Sonic. I enjoy 2D Sonic not as much as 3D Sonic. That's where I stand. You're a Sonic CD person. Yeah, Sonic CD is the best one. I do like uh, Mania quite a bit. Uh, I generally would say that I am a 2D Sonic hater, but I do. I did like Advance back in the day. I have not really revisited them. Um, I am not. Advance is cool. I'm not quite a hater. I, I enjoy 2D Sonic. I really like Sonic 2 especially. So Sonic 3 is good fun as well. Um, but while I like Sonic CD, I don't like it as much as you because I'm like, I don't really want to be slow and explorery when I'm playing Sonic. Yeah. Uh, I think all the, the time traveling stuff makes the game a little fiddly uh, in ways that... I'm... I just think I just think 2D Sonic has never been the fast game they think it is. Um, and it's better when the game just focuses on not being that. This isn't really my Sonic thing. Like, I'm I'm not like exploring in Mario. Really, I'm mostly enjoying like executing the platforming. Yes. yes. Um. Anyway, foreshadowing for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so Sonic Chaos is a uh, you know, an original Sonic game uh, about you can Sonic or you can play as Tails. Uh, this is an original playable Tails, um, and you go through a bunch of worlds to try to get ca- Chaos Emeralds. You know, Sonic. Maybe you heard of it. <laughs> That's right. It plays like Sonic. It plays, uh, you know, it kind of plays. I feel like it plays more like Sonic Two than Sonic to me. Was the the vibe I got? Yeah, I mean, you can you can do the spin dash charge. Yeah. So yeah. Sonic Two confirmed. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, it it it's a strange game in the on paper this is just Sonic. You run fast. You collect rings. You go through stages. Um, but it's also like. 10% of Sonic. Uh, the It's funny because like this game is uh, like Aspect did the Master System Sonic ports like Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 or whatever. And like this is built off of Sonic 2. Um, and that game on Master System, not a great Sonic. Very slow. Like this one's so much faster than that did. Okay. I wondered how the uh, original ports were. Um, but I assume like if they, if, if those games uh, are ports of Sonic 1 and 2, the levels must be longer. Because here one of the things they do is make the levels very short. Yeah, um, I mean, because to... it's a mass system game and they're trying to put Sonic on it, those are also very. They're just different games. They're okay. Short. Right. Well, the levels are super short here, uh, and the like amount of different paths is a bit more restricted, and the, the yes. journeys you go on are far smaller. Um, and like, you can beat every level in less than a minute without really trying if you want to. Um, yeah, it's not too difficult. Uh, there are like secrets around, but like. Because it's a built around getting a hundred rings to do a um, special stage to get their crystals, like you can just find five ring boxes on the right like secret path because there's only yes. one secret path rather than multiple different places to find multiple different secrets. Yes. 
Uh, it's very and then, and then immediately get to the bonus stage and the bonus stages are all relatively easy like I just dropped a save state before them but in case I fucked them up but, but uh, they're really they're not like they're mostly just like a platforming challenge they're not like goofy in the way that like often Sonic special stages are no no because they can't like do a whole new gameplay style for weird yes. special stages because the special stages in the like main Sonic games were often like doing weird faux 3D stuff mm-hmm. um like there's the the famous one with the is it was it Sonic CD where's the one we're in the uh, in the half pipe, and there's like the I the think orbs. that's Sonic Two. That's Sonic Two. Okay, I think so. Because three yes, is that's one two. one is one is the weird pinball thing. Two is the tunnel, and then three is the big globe. Right. Three is the globe with the orbs, and you have to. Yeah, yeah. I really uh, like the three special stages. I think they're cool. I like two and three. That's what Mania uh, has also is the the big orb thing, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, oh, they remember when they announced that um, Sonic thing that was like the port of all the Sonic games? When's that coming out? I have no idea what you're talking about. Sorry. They announced the Sonic Retro Collection that's coming out soon. People are excited for it because they think <laughs> it's a PC version of all the, the two I mobile think ports of Sonic. There, are, there are more Sonic Retro Collections than there are Sonic games at this point, I feel like. This is this is 100% true. <laughs> uh, basically, people want a port of the iOS Sonic 1 and 2 ports to PC. Because oh, okay. those are the things that the Mania team worked on, like before they were allowed to make Like that's the Christian Whitehead engine. Um, oh right, the Sonic CD special uses these terrible mode seven. These levels are bad. Even as a Sonic oh right, CD the jumping like ones. Yeah, the, yes. the, the one, yeah, that one's bad. I really hate the Sonic One special stages. Uh, the fucking um, that's pebble fair. rotating thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, then they're not like weird, esoteric, unique things in the way that the uh, uh, console ones are. Yeah. Because uh, they always usually exist like show off technologically, like here's Sonic running at speed in different ways. Yeah. Um well apart from the, the weird pinball right heavy one. That's just weird. <laughs> yes. Uh but here's I mean, like, like let's show off all the weird backgrounds like rotation we can do, right? Like Yes. But the it's part a game where gear, Sonic so is always much. meant to Yeah, yeah. The part where Sonic was always meant to kind of like show off technology, uh kind of lost in the modern era. Uh, yeah, I mean, have you seen the uh, Sonic um, Rangers <laughs> trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, this was the thing, right? Back in the day, this is why the Game Gear games are interesting, because the, the appeal of Sonic, not as a game that people got affection for, but as like an advertising uh, mascot, is look how fast the Genesis is compared to the SNES. Yeah. Um, is why Sonic exists in the way that Sonic exists. Yeah. Uh, not not true on the Game Gear version. Uh, not true, no, no. Yeah, yeah. so I, I played this and was like, just, like, this is fine. This is a totally competent Sonic game with short, boring levels that aren't interesting and nothing matters. Um, and so yeah. I ended up being like, this is fine. Having a bit of an uh, extended crisis too too big, but like, I abstractly miss handhelds and miss like weird ports on different versions yeah the the difference between you and me is that i grew up with handhelds in a way you did not <laughs> right so to me this thing like holds uh holds a charm and then i play this and i'm like i just fucking play sonic you know that right <laughs> um, and uh, i feel like i've betrayed the values i thought i had <laughs> whereas i i play this and i think about like as a kid, I I didn't have Mortal Kombat for the SNES. I didn't have a Genesis, but I had Mortal Kombat for the Game Boy, and I played 
dozens of hours of Mortal Kombat for the Game Boy. That's a genuinely fucking terrible version of Mortal Kombat. I mean, you just said the words Mortal Kombat for the Game Boy, and my brain <laughs> is like trying desperately to imagine what that even fucking is. Let's take a look. And I um, definitely, I definitely would like turn on like a like a worm light on my Game Boy at night to play through. Like I was like, I'm gonna clear, I'm gonna clear the tower with all the characters. Not even all the characters in Mortal Kombat One. They didn't have everybody. I think it was, um, who was the Kino wasn't in it? Maybe I don't remember. There was it was like no Johnny Cage. I think was the one that wasn't in it. There's like characters that aren't even in the game because uh, it's a fucking Game Boy game and it looks like shit and it's two buttons so it plays like shit. Um, and it runs so slow, it's miserable. But like. To me, as someone who grew up with a Game Boy that I used a lot, like getting shitty versions of bigger games was what the game like. Link's Awakening is remarkable because it's like arguably better than Link to the Past, but that's just not what portable games were. No, um, Link's Awakening is uh, yeah, I, I would say it is better than Link to the Past. Yeah, but like I I, I understand an argument for the other way, but like right. most yeah. most franchises just didn't have that, right? Like you've played Castlevania Adventure. Yeah, Castlevania Adventure is nowhere fucking near Castlevania, but even like Mario Land is like, it's no Mario. It's fun. I like Mario Land a lot, but it's not Mario. Yeah, I I, I need to play um, Six Golden Coins. Uh, I feel like it would be an interesting um, counterpoint to this discussion because I, I quite like Mario Land. I, it's mm-hmm. like five minutes long. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really short. Uh, but like, It's, it's, it's very really... similar to these games, in fact, is like yes. the thing that, yeah. Uh, in that it's a very interesting, like, they tried to put Mario in a handheld. The way they did it was, like, they made Mario tiny. Um, yeah. And so Mario's, like, the tiniest sprite you could get and still be legible as Mario uh, so that you can still have, like, I can see where I'm going. I can do jumps. I can feel momentum. Uh, yeah. These are all things that are difficult to do on a handheld screen. Uh, this is definitely too close to Sonic to do that. Yeah. Um, but so there are, there are definitely jumps where I'm, like, I couldn't, I physically couldn't see the jump coming. Yeah, um, like <laughs> I just didn't it's know it was like, that. The Game Gear had a problem, like the problem that would only become exacerbated when you get to like Sony's handhelds, where like it's in color, and it kind of looks like the thing you already like. So they just make small versions of console games instead of like their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, which like you get to like the Vita and like uh, most of the big Vita games are just like shitty versions of PS3 games. You're like, why do why would I want this? <laughs> oh, you want to play? uncharted golden abyss i don't i genuinely don't and i'm someone who kind of likes uncharted as like a franchise <laughs> yeah um but, it's weird, um, especially in this era because like when i think of handheld games and strange versions of handheld games i'm thinking because of my age i'm thinking of like the gba i'm thinking of, like yeah. the castlevanias where they kept making the good castlevanias because every you know consoles is transitioned to 3d yeah uh whereas the like the, the you know this era this is this game came out in 93 was not that that wasn't really the relationship between console and handheld games yeah here's here's some shitty things to play on a bus they're better than a tiger electronic game um they only barely like hold up next to the real thing right that's what that's what handheld games were for years and years and years yeah with obvious exceptions like frog game and zelda and mario and like there are games that are just good but for the a large portion of the game boys library is just some licensed bullshit that doesn't matter it's meant to keep kids entertained for like twenty bucks. It, it does its job, I guess. Like yeah. you know, that's 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 what the Game Boy was. Yeah. Um, God, I played so many fucking terrible license games, even you know a bit little later. But I played a bunch of like the Incredibles for the Game Boy Advance. That's a terrible video game. No one should I ever had, play that. I had a Red and Stimpy game for the Game Boy that is miserable. I've gone back and played it uh, as an adult. It's fucking terrible. Right. Yeah. 
If you if you want to know, I think there's multiple. It's the space one. I think it's probably the first one. Um, it's a bad game. <laughs> um, for anyone listening at home, but yeah, this is just that's just kind of what portable games were to be. So I was very nostalgic because even though like you know I sat down and like with save states played it, it took like like less than two hours and it was like a total nothing. I collected all the Chaos Emeralds because I'm like, oh well, Supersonic. No, there's no Supersonic. <laughs> No, you you just you just get a slightly different ending screen if you have all the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, yeah, there, there's like barely, you know, like how Sonic gonna have the Vegas cutscenes where Eggman runs away and shit. Like there's a little bit, but like there's nothing. This game's nothing. Yeah. no, nuh-uh. Yeah, there's very little of that. Um, play a little bit of Tails, and I'm like, man, Tails sucks once again. Just a hater. Uh, why are you a hater of Tails? Um, because I played Adventure 2 first, I think. Did you not like the, um, robot stages? I didn't like the robot stages. I think Tails, as, like, the little kid inventor character, is just, like, was really... This is, you know, I was, what, like, 18, 19, 17 or 18 when I played that game, when I hit the GameCube. Yeah, fair um, enough. <laughs> that's why. It's just, like, me being like, oh, the shitty anime inventor boy sucks. This um, is literally exactly like... It. How I'm when I was it. 18 and watched Terminator 2, I was like, fucking John Carlson was annoying kid on Earth. I hate yeah. him. Get him off the screen. And you're like, no, oh, he's cool, actually. In a world where Sonic 2, the movie, is going to come out and Tails, like, Tails voice actor gets top billing with, like, actual celebrity voice actors, Tails is great. Tails is actually the best part of Sonic now. Um, I'm glad that Tails, uh, Tails voice, I guess we could just cast Tails. Do we have any famous people who want to do a little boy voice? No, apparently not. <laughs> we need a voice actor for that A one. world where Tails is like Tom Holland or something. Right. It like, exists and would be miserable. I, I, I realized, like, because I was thinking, why is Tails the only one? And I realized it was because it's like a weird voice that you, like, actors don't know how to do this character. Like, real ass actors are not playing Tails. Like, that's a cartoon character. Yes. You need a cartoon voice actor to play Tails. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, and then like the the fandom complained or whatever. Um and so um uh what's her name? I want to Why can I not find her name? Uh, Colleen or whatever. Yeah, she's like listed on the the the, the, the cuz she wasn't originally on the posters and then they put her on the posters and that's sick. Yeah. Colleen O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. Um very cool. Very cool. Um, um but yeah, um, I guess that segues into our next game, which is Tales Adventure, um, which came out in 95 for the Game Gear. Um, and this is one where you play as Tales. And they they looked at the Game Gear like, okay, the screen fucking sucks. It ghosts like crazy. We can't really do anything faster than what we already did. We already made like a couple of those. Uh, so let's just turn it down a bit and make something a little slower, a little uh, chiller. Um, and they made Tales Adventure. Uh, yeah. Which is about Tales before he meets Sonic. He's just chilling. He's just chilling. Um, and he's like, you know what time it is? It's Metroidvania time. Introdu- introducing Tails' like eternal enemy, birds. <laughs> they they really are here to fuck up Tails' day. Yeah. So like his um, uh, Mario Land World One Island that he lives on gets attacked. Yes. Um, and uh, he it, just ma- has- it really made me think of uh, Mario Land Two. Um, oh, I, I guess I haven't seen the overwhelm from Mario uh, Mario yeah. World Two. I should I, I should just play that game. I have the yeah. Um, it's really short. It'd take you like four hours. I have that uh, colorization mod that everyone really likes, like the rare colorization oh, yeah, mod yeah. that people like. Yeah. Um, 
So I'll try that one day. Uh, but yeah, and then the game like progresses. You go through these levels. It's mostly about going through the levels to find new abilities to do more things. You find new abilities to f- go through the levels uh, to beat a few bosses. Yeah. Um. So in many respects, like this game is ridiculously ahead of its time. Yes. Well, um, it's weird because like yes, but also uh, because of this like going through stages and like getting an ability and then like you you have to go back into another stage that you've already been through it kind of reminded me of like kirby or like wario land so it kind of is like in the middle of what portable games were kind of doing because they couldn't make fast showy platformers they had to make something a little more contemplative like kirby exists because kirby's gotta slowly suck up enemies and then use their abilities to like do very simple puzzles Mm mm-hmm and this game to me is like Kirby, but what if he had four powers at a time? And you're like, that'd be that make Kirby way better. <laughs> uh yeah. So doesn't uh, doesn't play as good as Kirby, unfortunately. Not as cute as Kirby. Uh I felt a little hoisted by this and that I was playing Sonic uh, Sonic Chaos and I was like, This game's just like this is just Sonic. Uh this is just Sonic, but kind of worse. Like, why would you do this? And then so Aspect clearly themselves knew this, because they're not blind. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so they went to the drawing board and they thought about what to do and I like, well, we like refocus it around tails and do this and I, I like it even less um, <laughs> I'm like this is just slow I'm like it's not fun to move around I intellectually I'm enjoying I have a new power and can activate a new thing but it's it feels less like unlocking something I'm not it's not like a new way of expressing myself through movements um, it's just a new key for a new lock and another level that I have to go through again. That is uh, true. Uh, so I ended up like, I truly dislike this game, but in a way that's really uninteresting because um, I don't think it like represents something bad. Right? I'm like, if this game is badly designed or it goes against all my aesthetic sensibility, they just think that like it's kind of early. It doesn't play as good as like the Nintendo version of this. It, it you know, reminds me a lot of Sonic Lost World. <laughs> Uh, I I don't I don't know how you get here because those are just different games to me. But uh, it is a Nintendo ass game made for Sonic that just oh, doesn't yeah. feel just as doesn't, good yeah, okay. as the Nintendo yes. version. Yeah. Um, but you like see intellectually the thing they're trying to do, like you know, Sonic Lost World is taking aim at New Super Mario Brothers, uh, which is a hilarious sentence to say, um, <laughs> but it is. Uh, yeah. And it just doesn't have the like movement level of polish to like pull off that like minimalist style, um, and that's kind of what I feel about this. Um, so I'm much more positive on this game. I think yes. it's really neat. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Another thing you say is wrong. Uh, specifically, the one thing I think that this game really struggles with is um, it makes you go back to levels way too many times, and the signposting of like what you've unlocked I think is like very unclear. Uh, because because the Game Gear game, your viewpoint of every level is just like, and the levels are like vertical and horizontal and have a bunch of paths. Are just like it's hard to know what's next. You're like, what the fuck? Um, there's truly terrible vehicle segments in this game. Um, I just hate anytime you're in the sub or whatever. Um, I think that stuff sucks. Um, uh, I yes. I hate that the upgrades are like split between like some of these are vehicle upgrades and some of these are tails upgrades. I think that's really obnoxious. I think it'd be better if it was just like a straightforward. Uh, but the thing is, as someone who like really likes uh, like Kirby and really likes Mario Land and like Wario Land when it becomes Wario Land, uh, this game just slots really neat into what these games were doing. We're like, we're going to slow it down. It's going to be more of a puzzle game. It's re- it's like piss easy, except sometimes it's like inexplicably really fiddly. Um, there's like a bit at the end 
of this game where you have to walk like a little it's like the mecha koopas from mario world literally what it is but tails has one that he could just like use um and he walk you have to walk one down this like path as there's like a bunch of like steam or energy or whatever they would like fuck it up if it hits it and you it's just like the most obnoxious like hitbox stop wait move stop wait move uh bit in the game and it's so it fucking sucks i hate it i'm so mad um, uh, every video game from between the years 1991 and let's say 2009 uh features at least one puzzle like this yeah <laughs> but because you're playing like you're not even playing as tails at that point tails is not like moving great in this game but um you're playing as this little thing in this like one like block tall corridor. It doesn't even, you just gotta wait. Like, you know, in like Mario, when you're like a forest scrolling level and the, like the, like in Mario world where the big like pillars are coming down in the castle. And you, if you're just Mario, you can just run around and like do like P speed jumps and goof off. Like there's no, there's no fun in doing that with tails in this game. Right. No, there's no expressiveness to the movement. You just are no. going through fairly laboriously and picking up the things you need to pick up. Yes. Um, and then Tails like has flight, but the flight is like starts off incredibly limited. And as you get as you get Chaos Emeralds, he gets the ability to fly more. Um, because that's whenever you're making a Sonic thing, you're like, what's in Sonic? Chaos Emeralds, I guess. Sure, whatever. Um, uh, he, he loses some rings, but not all of his rings every time he's hit. So the game basically is like, it, it is a game for babies, except for the puzzles, like, are a little complicated. I think if you were, like, if I was, like, six and playing this, I'd be very confused. Uh, yes. But, I mean, it's that's also kind of the, that's also kind of the point. Like, a lot of games, like, on the, like, I, I like, I played Zelda 2 as a kid. And I didn't progress. I got past, like, the first dungeon once. And it was just a game I'd pick at because, like, what the fuck's happening in this game? It's so weird and evocative. And that's what games were if you were, like, a child. And I guess, like, it's fine on that level. It's just, like, it's hard to conceive of that as someone who's been doing this for so long like that's like a valid way to experience a video game also yeah like i see this in the the way you go through these levels and like you could conceivably go through a bunch of levels and just not find the items and you'd be like what the mm -hmm. fuck am i doing yeah um and like especially not find the the emeralds and not be able to you know fly enough to do anything because your mm -hmm. initial flight is uh bad yes <laughs> uh basically useless let's say um and if you don't find the like key items, then you just can't play the game. Like you are, you are yeah. locked out of a uh, large swath of progression, and the game doesn't really like point you towards that. It just kind of exists. Yeah, but as like as like a game where like you can poke it. Like if you were just like playing this on your own time as a kid, like there's a if you didn't know where you were going or whatever, and you've not used this style of game, there's like a lot to poke at. And I unraveling the like logic gates of like new stuff can often be rewarding if you like that style of game. I like a Metroidvania quite a bit. Um, it's not like the best one in the world or anything, but I was just really charmed by this. And I think it like slots into what portable games were doing in ways that are really interesting. Um, you know, mm. not every game can be uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, and like, I don't like, you know, I'm, I'm not like this is the greatest game ever made. It's not the best Sonic game or anything, but it's just neat. I was like expecting nothing out of this and I was really surprised by what it was. Um, it just yeah. seems ambitious in a way none of the other Game Gear games I've played have been. I mean, this is why I felt kind of bad, because it was, on paper, everything that I asked for from my complaints for the last game, <laughs> of, like, a rethink of what you can do with this system, and an interesting, like, forward-thinking approach to how these characters work, how these powers can be expressed, uh, that works with, like, the hardware that they have, and also is different from just playing the um, console game, but shittier. Uh, and then I just end up not liking it. Uh... But I'm guess I guess I'm glad like they did it because it is 
uh abstractly very cool like i see the version where it's like oh yeah like you tails is like this weird inventor and you know you got a bunch of like gadgets to do these things and it, it's like a metrovania from 1995 on the game gear it's like a weird cool thing oh uh, yeah which like yeah i don't agree with, i don't disagree with anything you said i just like this style of game more than you i have more nostalgia for it which is fair. yeah that makes sense. It's just funny because, like, of all the games we have set up for this this year of handhelds, these are the two that I think are most honestly representative of what handheld gaming was for, uh, like, until, like, the late 90s. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, once 3D games start taking off and, like, handheld play becomes the place where 2D games go. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is just, like, the, the difference between... Because yeah. otherwise, if you're making, like, an intricate, cool 2D game, you'd put it on a... Uh, you'd put it on yeah. on console. You get like um, the first trickle of that with like RPGs, right? Like you get yes. the Dragon Quest ports uh, in like a post Pokemon world. They put Dragon Quest on the Game Boy Color, and that's really sick. And you know, um, they made the Zelda experiment, and then Capcom made some more Zeldas. Uh, and you know, they're they're all cool. But um, it really isn't until the GBA when they're like, you can just put SNES games on this thing, and then they fucking did. <laughs> they did. They put SNES games on that thing so hard. Yeah. Um, and even the, even the GB has its whole, has literally thousands of terrible fucking video games on it. So, um, uh, famously so. Is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's weird. Uh, not, not a ton to say. I'm happy I played these because I was like, oh yeah, there's stuff and Game Gear Library is weird because I just have no experience with it. But like, as far as I can tell, very few people do. So there's just not a lot of information out there about it. Mm-hmm. I did. I did play a little bit of uh, what's it? Tales Sky Sky Patrol. Is that what that's called? I believe so. Which is straight up just like a like horizontal shooter where your tails flying and you just slowly like lose ring power and if you lose all your ring power you die. It's like it's a nothing game. Um, it's very cute. I liked it quite a bit for what it was. It's not like it's not like anyone's favorite like shmup or anything. But it's neat. Um, it reminded me there's this fucking terrible um it wasn't terrible, but there's DS there's like DS Yoshi's Touch and Go, I think is what it's called. Like it was oh, like that a, game. Not, not quite a launch game, but very close. Um, and it was just like a Yoshi game that was like an endless like arcade style game before all those just became apps and all those apps then were about in-app purchases. They just made a Yoshi game that was like that, uh, where you just did Yoshi for a while until you ran out of time or whatever. Um, and you, he, like he just kind of auto-scrolled and you f- shot eggs and you tried to survive as long as you could. Um, weird game to put out, but it was 2005, so you could do kind of whatever the fuck you wanted. God, um, the first five years of DS before like, I mean, once you get to 2008 and the... Um... It's yeah, really like doodle- Nintendogs hitting is what changed it, in my experience, as someone buying Ooh, every DS game at the time. That makes sense. I, I just mean, like, when there were weird games before Doodle oh, yes. Jump and then... Um, oh, you, you mean that? Yes, yes, yes. No, yeah. that's that's true. There's a lot of those on the DS throughout its life cycle, honestly. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, you know, in 2005, I was um, in college, but about to drop out and had disposable incomes. I would just buy literally any DS game that looked remotely interesting. Um played a lot of ds games god that was that was the shit yeah um yeah uh anyway um yeah it's just it's just interesting the the history of uh portable games is like there's a reason like on some level there's a reason why people were very dismissive of portable games for a long time but i think like games like this despite not being great are still interesting 
like I would, st I would love to see a modern take on this style. I think you could make a cool Tales adventure now, and it would just be a cool game. I think it's very easy to fix this game. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you know, a Metroidvania with like this flight power and uh, cool unlocks is is not uh, a bad concept. Yeah, um, Tales is a cool Tales is a character people really like. Yes. Um, you just made a Metroidvania, a Tales Metroidvania. You can put that on Switch right now and charge 30, 40 bucks for it. People would love it. Um, yeah, uh, they won't do this though. No, I mean, Sega are allergic to making Sonic games like uh, overall at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't even know who you give that to. Like that you say that and I'm like, well, like they've burned all the bridges with the fan community. So they're not going to get another mania out of anybody. Um, I guess you could give it to like a way forward type, right? But I, I mean, everyone says this, but I am genuinely struck. They didn't just like lock up Sonic Mania. I'm like, right, every two years, new Sonic Mania, please. Yeah, I um, had no fucking idea why that didn't happen. What the fuck's going on over there? I don't know. Yeah. Um, because like I know some people are like, oh, Sonic Team are bitter and didn't like it. No, that famously that's not true. You can actually go look it up. Sonic Team very supportive of uh, Sonic Mania. I'm very happy about it. I'm like, you know, because it's a cool game. Yeah. Um, I could definitely see an executive be like, I can't believe these like random people, these pirates of our video games have made a video game that's more popular than our thing. Yes, I have no idea what the executives think, right? But like yeah. I see people say, But like, I could see it. Sonic I could very easily general. see it why this didn't happen, right? Yes. The, the mania got made at all is like weird. And they're still doing like mania spin-off cartoons, but they're not, you know, paying them to yeah. make another video game. I know that the team's kind of split up and doing other things. Uh but they made the engine that can make cool Sonic games forever. And yeah. then they used it once. Yeah, I don't get it. But yeah, ridiculous. Anyway. time if you'd like to send emails you can send them to abnormal mapping podcast at gmail.com they can be about anything not just what we're covering i uh, love a random email we just got one right now right i literally just resorted the questions and we just got another one that's crazy uh anyway our first email is from ryan um which games would you always want loaded on quick resume personally i always look forward to having a kingdom hearts 2 run in the pack background it's playing in a critical and attempting data fights has become sort of a comfort game for Thanks, Jackson, for turning me into this fucking sicko. I mean, I'm also the sicko. Um, yeah, they, they announced uh, with the new update coming, you could do pinned quick resume, so you can just always have things on your Xbox ready to go, which I think is sick. That's such a cool idea to me. I think my answer is, uh, I think my answer would be uh, Geometry Wars 2. <laughs> oh, yo, Geometry Wars 2, Afterburner Climax. Uh, yeah, please fucking put out Afterburner Climax again, Jesus Christ. Like, what the hell? What the hell, Sega? <laughs> Speaking of yeah. things Sega won't do. Yep. Um, 
like the game that I like the game I associate with using my Xbox Four is playing Apex, but that one you Quicksilver doesn't matter because it's still got to load you back into the fucking servers every time. So who cares? I do uh, see people saying like, "Oh, what's the point of Quicksilver when every game got servers?" And I'm like, I mean, only the like six big games that suck do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> like it is there are annoying. Plenty of games you can just but, like enjoy yeah. and boot up. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, Modron writes in, um, uh, Modron links to a video of the Sonic tech demo from the first unveiling of the DS where you rub the screen to make it go faster. Um, and they never built anything, obviously, because that's a terrible idea. Uh, but Modron's like, I'm surprised none of the Sonic games on DS use this as a mini game. Um, and then what is a tech demo you wish to turn to a full game? I would like to point out that, uh, Nintendo just used this and made Pokemon Dash, which is a fucking terrible racing oh, game. Oh, Pokemon Dash is so bad. Not quite a not quite a launch title, but close enough. I played Pokemon Dash. It's bad. <laughs> what if you just rub to make the Pokemon run? Nintendo love to like destroy your DS bottom screen. <laughs> yes, that thing's really not in, like not invincible. You, no. If you push too hard, you can scratch that thing pretty good, pretty easily. I mean, as someone who's like been in the market for used DSs in the past, you just see what kids do to those screens. Like, holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's bad. Um, the tech demo I always wished was a full game uh, has always been Mario One Twenty. I don't even know what it'd be. I mean, Pikmin's probably it, but like, I thought it was cool when there was a bunch of Mario's. It, I, it always captivated me as someone who really liked Mario Sixty Four. So. Like, I mean, I, I guess I could say, like, all oh, the original Halo 2 demo, but nah, I don't really have a... I feel like I don't really have one of these. I feel like because I'm, like, starting to pay attention to video games in, like, the 360 times, did this kind of thing dies? Yeah. Um, the last, the, like, most recent one I can think of that I, I feel is, like, I, I Castle Resident Evil 4 would have been pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it would, though. Yeah. Like, I like Resident Evil 4, and I like Don't Make Cry a lot, but... When the, the world in which those were, those were like one thing that is kind of a mixture of the two sounds pretty sick. Mm -hmm. um, Ari writes in, listening to the archives and came across a moment in episode 93 from June of 2019. We discussed 3D, uh, the E3 presentation for Hollow Knight Silk Song um, and how it promises the game is in the polished phrase and should be out fairly soon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, our hopes were they would be released in 2020 and not 2019 because we could actually get to it when it dropped. Um, and then Ari points out, this is the I'm reminded of the period from 2011 to 2015 when I was convinced The Last Guardian would never see an actual release. Our Last Guardian came and went since then. But do you have any games you're still holding out hope on despite the release date being a giant question mark for years on end or alternatively any games you're still surprised ever saw the light of day? Digimon uh, Metroid, Survive. Metroid Dread... Uh, so surprised they released a game called that like it has nothing to do with the game they were gonna make but i mean like i haven't played it but uh nor do i really like have a super desire to do it really quickly especially knowing the story stuff but just watching the direct where they announced fucking metroid dread still yeah. one of the craziest moments they announced yeah. metroid dread yeah i'm still amazed kingdom hearts 3 came out is real um uh yes i'm uh, still not convinced 7 remake will be completed the, like the entire project there will be a, a, they, okay seven remake will be completed what form that takes yeah, is up enough. for debate but there will yeah. be 
a you know Sephiroth fights Cloud. Well, I can't even say that. Whatever the fuck they do for the <laughs> for the fifth time, the the Orton Cena of Final <laughs> Fantasy. One night only, Sephiroth versus Cloud. <laughs> now here's the thing: Do they? F- I mean, the problem is that it can go in so many directions, but they're also just going to follow the game really boringly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the world where they go really boringly, not to you know drag this podcast down by doing an obligatory seven remake question that we always fucking do, uh, but say they do their remake and it goes divergently or whatever, but it has kind of the same ending and all comes to the same point. Do they then do Advent Children again? <laughs> <laughs> and is it a game this time? <laughs> what if? What if? Um. What if instead of Cloud, it's Zack doing Advent Children? Um, sure. I mean, everyone loves Zack for reasons known only to God. I think I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, I don't. I don't get it either. Like, I know there's like the Crisis Core weirdos, but like, come on. Yeah, like Crisis Core was bad, and I, he was fine in it. It wasn't the reason I just like Crisis Core. Uh, but like the idea of like, oh. We're gonna bring Zach back. Zach's gonna survive. Who cares if Zach dies? I don't. It's Zach. Zach. It's like the guy that Cloud shouldn't want to be. It's the fuck. Anyway, we can't do this again. But yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Adam writes in. What other Final Fantasy games should get a Stranger of Paradise style action game prequel? It's not really. I guess. It, I guess it is a prequel. <laughs> it is a prequel. He's it called Jack prequel. Garland. It's called Final Fantasy Origin, but they were like, ooh, in all the marketing. Because yeah. it, it's kind of a spoiler that it's a prequel, but also it's literally a prequel in the title and name of the character. Yeah. Um so classic Square Enix situation where you're like, Can I can I say this? Can I can I say the name <laughs> of the game? <laughs> um oh, do, 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 Final Fantasy V. I haven't even played it, and that's my answer. I think five would make a cool a, a cool action game. For sure, I, I think, it, I think it. it'd be I more of like a Witcher style action game than like an action action game. But mm-hmm. yes, um, like I've hung out with Faris briefly. I played like eight hours of that game once. Yeah, um, I think I think a um, there are multiple characters I would enjoy a Final Fantasy VI game about. None of them are Locke. Well, no. God, the eight version of this would be ridiculous. What even is that? Is that a Laguna game? That's a Laguna. That's a Laguna action game. Absolutely, you fucking kidding? That is that is uh, that is Dirge of Cerberus two, but it's about Laguna. <laughs> that would kill you dead. <laughs> I play it. That's the worst part. Is that's I the definitely most, play you, it. That's the. You know I how was I'm watching. Just like, I was watching a, a a dumb YouTube video about like emulation machines as always or whatever, and there was footage of Dirge of Cerberus today, and I was like, man, Dirge of Cerberus, I should. I'm not gonna play it. I should watch that game at least. Though. No, I gotta. Play I gotta. It. It, it's just so weird. I don't want to play it. I don't have a good way to play PS2 games. Um, I just have to run them on my computer, and my computer doesn't like it. And uh, yeah. Well, if true. someone would like to release a very stable, good way to emulate PS2 games in the world, I would love one. There's Please. been a lot of upgrades to PCSX2 lately. I don't know if it's enough, okay. but there have been a bunch of upgrades. Good. Because it's um, so weird that that one just fucking sucks. Like, it doesn't have plugins now. I'm t- I'm told that they've tightened up the input lag, but every time I try it, I'm like, nope, not enough. It's not like Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, there is lag, I guess, from playing on a computer, but I can play Metro Prime and do all the Twitch reactions just fine without noticing. Uh, PCSX2, I'm like, there's a one second lag here. What's going on? It's like yep. playing in mud. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Todd writes in, last week I started back up my Xbox in Elden Ring and the game through some twist of fate and a power outage reset my save file at least 20 hours and at least three bosses ago. Played a little since, but without the same zeal. How do you handle inadvertent losses of progress? Are they ever enough to get you to walk away from a game? Unless yes. it's a game club, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> that is, uh, you know, the dice have rolled and fate has made its decision and I'm not fucking playing that game again. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can restart game. I mean, I did that with Elden Ring. Like, I burned a lot of progress intentionally. But if I lose a save file that I was, like, planning on just working on, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I might like come back to it six months later when I would start again anyway. Um, but that's like a new decision to play the game again. Um, yes. The idea of like replaying it. The only time I've done this and I would never do this again. I should have just walked away and never played it. Was I remember, remember when I played uh, like in 2014 when I played Persona 3 Portable? Um, I know that you did that, but that's, I don't know what you're about to say. So I got like 25 hours in and realized that because I had always gone to a social link through the menu system and I hadn't like activatedly talked to that person in the hallway thing, because uh-huh. why would I ever do that? A- another job didn't trigger and I could never talk to Tanaka. Um, oh, right. Yeah. And my um like entire playthrough plan broke and I had to start that game again. And luckily, because half of that's a vision of, I just held triangle. Um, yes. And made it through all right, but oh, never that was oh, that game's too long anyway. It's hard to say, isn't it? Explain during memory. Akutsuki. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I would just walk away, let it go. I mean, I guess if you're enjoying the game, but man, that would take the wind out of my sails too much. Yeah, really depends. Really depends on the game, but it's um, not likely. Hilver writes in, what's the first game you finished? And was there a time before when finishing the game wasn't the ex- expectation? I don't know what the answer is to the first game I finished. I remember like finishing Halo. I mean like, oh, I finished this game. I saw the end of a game. Because um, I, I didn't used to finish all the games. Yeah. I, like I, w- I would play like the first four hours of Lego Island over and over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what the first game I definitely finished was. But like... I also, like, I got an Xbox in 2003, so I'm already, like, 10. Yeah. Um, games were things I played at other people's houses. So, for me, it's weird, because, like, for a long time, the expectation was not that I would finish games. But I grew up, like, I didn't beat Mario 1, the original Mario, until I was in my 20s on an emulator. But I beat Mario 2, like, 100 times, because uh, mm-hmm. it's just an easier game. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Uh, well, for me, it's always been true that it's a much easier game. I and wonder like, I, what that would be like now if I went back and just played Mario. I bet I'd be fine. But I think um, Mario, I like, I do, and I like finished Mario World and stuff. But like, a lot of the games were just like really hard, like platformers or like arcade games or whatever. Um, I remember for one birthday going to Chuck E. Cheese's and everyone just put their money into the Turtles in Time machine until we fucking beat Turtles in Time. And that was wild to just beat an arcade game. You got to the end, you beat the final boss. Because I didn't even know such things were possible. Um, yes. Um, but for me, it was often like... Like, Nintendo games to me were defined by those of the games that you you played to the end. Um, and there are other, like, other games you didn't. But, like, I didn't play... I didn't beat Zelda 2. Like, we talked about Zelda 2 and me picking at it as a kid. I never beat Zelda 2 until way later on Emulator. But, like, I beat Link to the Past many times and Link's Awakening even more times than that. Um, and so like, for me, it was like an era where like, 
a certain type of game became beatable, like a thing you were meant to beat. But it wasn't until like, I would say like, you know, I'm a teenager, one, I'm a teenager at this point, And it's like the PlayStation era and the 64 era into the generation after that, that like, I think it's like, I think it's like the GameCube era and PS2 era when I, when I think the average person's expected to like get to most of the way through a game, if not to see it to the end. And as having mm. played a bunch of those games, they're not designed to be finished <laughs> a lot of the time. You're like, man, they really stopped caring on the levels at the end of this game. But I think that's when like the balance really tipped over into the average person's probably going to get most of the way through if they actually apply themselves to this. But also yeah. it, this is in line with me growing up. So it's hard to say where one ends and the other begins. I mean, I did not be every game on my xbox Mm-mm. um all my th- i mean i, I still like... don't beat every game right like i'm really good. getting back into being willing to just be like oh, this i played this for five hours and i'm done fuck this thing it's great love it so healthy because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a part of my life where i was like if i'm gonna start a game i i intend to see it through that's what video games are you, you have to do the whole thing and part of us doing this podcast is like we got to do the whole thing because uh, i want to talk we want to talk about the whole thing but like I don't, I don't hold on to it as preciously as I did like 10 years ago, right? Games no. changed, I changed. Like I I am, I always wanted to be the person who completed my games because I just am really bad at commitment. Uh, yes. I, I will hype focus on a thing and then I will flip on to the next thing. Um, mm-hmm. This is how I've always, I've always been. So like t- that, my defense mechanism is turning everything into project, which sucks in its own way and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm much better at finishing games these games, but I definitely like, used to just kind of finish games every one in ten maybe because mm-hmm. um, i was i when i was playing all, all games all the time um because it was the ps2 and the 360 era games were so cheap if you weren't buying the new games uh if you were buying like used games uh in 2003 to 2009 uh you are spending like three quid and getting kung fu panda or something you know <laughs> like yeah um so i just ended up with a ton of games sometimes i did finish them um you know what here's a game of that kind that i definitely did finish and definitely owned uh x-men legends 2 there's a video game i finished that game the one i always think of is true crime streets in new york i finished that game sure did sure fucking did like whole cult of destruction and played through that this is just the era i was finishing all the games i owned yeah i did finish that i finished spider-man 2 i did yeah i I did a bunch of this but i didn't finish uh james bond everything or nothing i really liked that game it was like a level i got stuck on um Mm -hmm. towards the end um i didn't never finish kotor i think i rented kotor and fly but i did finish i finished a uh jade empire um and then by the time you get to the 360 when i'm like you know in my in my teens for real uh i i am mostly finishing i'm not finishing everything i'm giving up a lot of things but like i want to finish the game right like i'm I'm there to do it and if i'm not doing it for the reason i don't finish games now i just put it away not my childish i'm just poking at things yeah yeah thanks my answer uh Udama writes in about uh chaos uh what other jobs across final fantasy do you think would make particularly good additions to stranger of paradise's dlc is it time for jack to take up blitzball or to unleash our our aretimic magic i don't know what this is this is from 14 i have no idea what this is um, um where's this uh where ba, 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 ba. where is this this is Udama's email what Udama, is search okay. the web for Arts. i'm gonna say it's 12 i'm gonna say it's 12 my last bet is 12 what do you say before i google artemic uh i think it's 14 okay here we go artemic is being googled um this okay. is a job in 14 oh it's a tactics thing never mind never mind um <laughs> this is the math oh, this is the math these are the math oh is that the calculator job yes 
Um, Brave Default. Did they rename has, it? Why do you call it our arithmetics? Well, is um, that I, that's arithmetic? Yeah, I know, but like this is the calculator job. I mean, like it's called calculator and like Brave Default, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Look, I'm not picking on Yubudab. I'm picking on Square as always. Um, it is. It's called one thing in Japan, and it changed from calculator to arithmetician. Um, in tactics, I guess. Yes. Okay. Um, man, Blitzball Jack sounds funny to me. I like that. I'd make but Jack play Blitzball. It's not as if Titus has like Blitzball moves. I I think my the thing that I found really funny about Tens, I vividly remember thinking, why doesn't he just throw a Blitzball for his move? And then I met the next guy and he threw a Blitzball for his move. He threw, yes. <laughs> but like, even he's like, like no, most of his moves are not like, blitzball attack like the fact that he's throwing a he could be throwing anything he'd be throwing a rock he'd be throwing a spear his whole thing is doing like um like status on the enemy right like that's his big deal um, well usually they're fighting on the ground and not in a sphere of water so you can't that's do that's true. you can't true. do blitzball he can't do a jack shot yeah like that's outside true. of a blitzball game they should fix this just, uh, Tia's just twice as good when you're fighting like on a shoreline where you can get in the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when when like you fight do that sin fight when you're in the airship, you go yeah. down to the water and you're like, "Damn, let's go!" <laughs> yeah. Should one v one Seymour in Blitzball? God. <laughs> uh, uh, I still don't have a good job answer. I, the problem is like that that the specific game Trinity Paradise is like cool with its jobs, but it's honestly fairly limited. You're just hitting guys and doing some like buff moves. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't really is there have like a the... blue magic job. Uh, everyone has blue magic at all times because that's their parry system. Oh, uh, okay, that's like, interesting. You hold B or circle, I guess, and uh, if you do a parry at the right time on a certain attack, you can then like throw that attack back. It's like uh, a okay. momentary. You don't thing. like learn them hard like long term though. No, because the abilities are far more like Dynasty Warriors combo enders. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, in like contextual situations. Is there a dragoon in that game? Can you jump? Absolutely, you can jump. Yeah. Good. 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 Any like combat class, it's probably in Stranger Paradise. In some Is there way. like darkness sword? Like yes, you do there's dark a dark wave? knight. Okay, cool. That's sick. Well, that, you, you're checking off all the things. I uh, is there like a dancer class? Um, I, I don't think there's a dancer. Damn, man, I love dancers. I think that's the uh the one that they don't have. But you okay. got like monk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, various kinds of sword guy. Can you can you cast float and it just turns into Kingdom Hearts for real for real? You cannot class float, no, because you have no. to hit the guy on the ground. Damn, you ca- that's the thing is you can't cast anything that will like radically change the moment to moment action mechanics. So that makes the like possibility space kind of small for what you can mm-hmm. do with like bold different jobs. Okay, Sora just comes with float most of the time. That's his uh, special ability. Um, the worst part is it takes like 80% of every given Kingdom Hearts game to get float. <laughs> a boy never remembers anything. Yeah. Um, Kieran writes in, uh, Who? what's your Sonic OC? What? I don't have one. I mean, you played, you played, uh, what's it called? There's... You made no see. What was your I picked OC one? I don't know. I I think I, I picked one of them, and it was probably red. Okay. Was it a bird? Was it a cat? Was it a? It was probably a cat. Maybe a dog. It wasn't a bird. I didn't like the bird design. I don't remember what the forces options were. I I think the I think the bird design in Sonic is ghastly. 
<laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but this is not a thing I put much thought into. Um, yeah, I in terms of Sonic, in terms of Sonic character like character designs, um, man, I mean, I the thing is, I just like the hedgehogs. I just would want to be a hedgehog, yeah, like, like a hedgehog, like, like Amy Rose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's valid. Like everyone, I think that's a Sonic thing. Is they always think, oh, new animal, but like there's a lot of hedgehogs in Sonic. Yeah. And they're always it doesn't the have to look ones. like Sonic. Like Amy's a hedgehog. She doesn't really look like Sonic. You could be a different kind of hedgehog. Silver the hedgehog. I don't. Uh, I asked a question the other day about like on Twitter about like why why do Sonic and Sh- why is Amy slow if Sonic and Shadow are like fast? And everyone's like it was like why is being fast a hedgehog trait? Why is Amy not fast? And everyone was like oh but Silver's not fast. And I was like fuck out of here. No one gives a shit about Silver the Hedgehog. I don't oh. at me. Don't send an email. I don't care. No one cares about Silver the Hedgehog. They do. That's the worst part. <laughs> they do. What do you want? Like, what do you want from people? They do care. Sonic they 06 can't... fans have no rights. <laughs> That's not true. You're going to play and enjoy Sonic PS6 in like two years. No, I won't. Yes, you will. I don't think so. Anyway, second question. Your task make a DLC level uh, for Stranger Paradise. It must be inspired by Dimension Sonic. I assume you know what that means. What is the level? What's in the level? Dimension Sonic? What? I don't know. I assume does that just mean it's a Sonic themed level? I mean, then you make Green Hill Zone and there's bumpers. Oh, Jack, oh Jack no! I, I, th- I think they mean like in 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 the game they say that Dimension Thirteen is Final Fantasy Thirteen. Oh, okay. So I think they just mean it must be inspired by Sonic. Ignore the word Dimension is my guess. Okay. Well, then you so, make Green Hill Zone and there's bumpers and like you do not make Green Hill Zone. Oh my god, you do not make Green Hill Zone. What are you talking about? Every no, Sonic fan funny. is like, oh my god, stop putting Green Hill Zone in everything. No, that, that's why it's funny. That's why that's when you have to. <laughs> I guess I know when you said that you were doing that as a bit. <laughs> Well, here's but, the thing. Some people are going to say, like, oh, I'll make, like, Death Egg, and I think that's boring. Some people are like, Casino Night Zone, I think that's boring. Um, what do you want? What are you making? Pumpkin Hill Zone. Here we go. Jack Chaos. Probably the fucking, like, city for Sonic 2, the, like, black and red city that Shadow's on. I like that city. Oh, oh so sorry. Is that, is that boring? It is boring to me. Um, That's a, that's a cool stage. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the end of Sonic Adventure 2 is the coolest stage. The rails in space uh, is, to me, just the peak of all video game spatial design. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles writes in, uh, Sonic Chaos is some of my favorite music on the Game Gear. When I was learning to play drums, I would always try to follow along the percussion of Mecha Green Hill Zone because I was one of those people that only listened to video game music. This is, this is good. You're, this is good and pure. I approve of this. Uh, surprised how short it was, especially how many rings were in the last two zones compared to before. I guess they really want you to get that good ending. They just dump, they just dump rings on you in this game. I was like, oh, clearly the rings will get more scarce as I go on and I have to no. like, play skillfully. Nuh-uh! No. Not a problem. Between that and having a, uh, uh, a like, restore point, because I was playing on my 3DS. Ooh, nice. Love it. Yeah. Um, and that's it for questions. Thank you, everyone, who wrote in. Thank uh, you. Again, abnormalmappingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, next month, we are continuing our adventures in handheld gaming, and we are playing Metal Gear Acid 2. We sure are. For the PlayStation Portable. Uh, I'm excited. I played a little bit of it. It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I know we are famous for being, like, um, unfairly strategy ta- strategy slash tactics haters i don't know well, which one similarly a long line being both unfairly rude to tactics games and deck builders uh-huh. 
Um, but uh, now we're jumping in to play a tactics game and a deck builder, but it's Metal Gear, and we love Metal Gear. Well, we kind of love it. Asterisk, but we do still love Metal Gear. That part is still true on some level. I was mad about Metal Gear not three days ago, and if that's not loving Metal Gear, I don't know what is. Uh, oh, the Oscar Isaac thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just thinking about... I made a joke about Metal Gear 5 sometime this past week and then thought about Metal Gear Solid You thought 5. about Metal Gear Solid 5? You don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, we did it. We finished the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Plugs, Jackson. Yeah, I was clearly segueing into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at headfallsoff on twitter.com. You can find the podcast uh, that me and I do at normapping.com. We have loads of podcasts. Oh, God, too many podcasts. We don't have that many podcasts. Uh, we've got a lot of podcasts. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. If you'd like to support our work, you can do that at patreon.com slash normal mapping. For $1, you get Great Gundam Project, where we watch Gundam every week. We're also watching Voltez 5. We're about to finish that in the next couple weeks, so that's exciting. Um, and uh, for $5, you get Blockbusters. For once a month, we watch a major uh, movie and break it down. We're, uh, we just did... What's the one we just did? Speed, right? And we're... Or is that... Do we do something after Speed? No, we just did Speed, then we're doing do okay. Ten Commandments. Yeah, we're about to do Ten Commandments for Easter time. So look forward to that. It's very silly to fucking do that. For $10, we do Voip Life, where we goof off and talk about some bullshit. If you'd like to hear my opinions on Luigi's Mansion 3 and just some nonsense, that's the place to do it. Because we just kind of talk about what we're doing that doesn't find their way into anything else um, on that show. Um, people seem to like it. Um, on our network, I would like to say we do have other game clubs. Um, we have Novel Not New, which is a visual game club podcast at readinggames.online. Uh, we have Journal Updated, which is a game club that our friends Molly and Nora do uh, at the second best game dot club. Um, please uh, check that out. Uh, they're about to do Marathon, um, which I don't know shit about Marathon. Um, you throw dark. Um, <laughs> God damn it. And uh, we have a new game club that's launching uh, on our network called The Safe Room. The first, uh, there's like an episode zero out, uh, but it is our friends Grace and Ryan going, uh, doing a game club about survival horror games. Um, and the first one is going to be about Silent Hill, but there's like an episode zero if you'd like to get the RSS in your feed. Um, and I think that should be starting next month. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to that. I remember one, at one point in my life thinking, I, maybe I could get through Silent Hill. Then I watched some Silent Hills. I could not get through Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. As a, as a uh, I guess as a teen, I guess. Um, the opening, like, CG for Silent Hill just, like, made me so terrified whenever I'd boot the game when I was playing it. Um, I, I just, yeah. Silent Hill's the one out. for me of these is I was in CEX. Uh, uh, and on like, they just had, like, you know, displays of TVs at the top where they were just, like, running the the start menus of various games or whatever you know uh and they just were running on loop the um opening movie for deus ex invisible war and Mm -hmm. terrified the life out of me for years uh it is not particularly direct and scary but the the content of it of like there's a big like tidal wave of whatever thing if you get caught in it you die i had very recurring dreams like if you get touched you die type thing so it was like a Uh phobia thing um went back and watched it not well directed to like evoke that horror even if conceptually i get what they're going for and it definitely resonated me as a child but yeah yeah um anyway yeah check those out a lot of podcasts i know that that's too many game clubs but they're good you don't have to play the games you don't have to play the games 
Yeah. I don't expect everyone to play the games we talk about. Like, you got to play Live Alive. That's just the rule. But, you know, you can do what you want most of the time. You do have to play Live Alive. <laughs> it's so fucking good is the thing. Oh, um, God. Anyway, that's it. Uh, we'll be back next month. I don't think we're going to have any bonus random Emerald mappings. But who could say what will happen in life? Um, and we will see you with Metal Gear. <laughs> Treasure and adventures waiting just for me.